This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Free speech lives here. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT HD, WOGL HD3, Philadelphia, a radio.com station. Now, from the Malamut and Associates Law Studios, it's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right. Good morning. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate, here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, the mortgage specialist and mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaris. How are you, Deanne? I'm fabulous, Mark. How are you? I'm very, very good here on Sunday morning. So with that, we're here every week. You can call, give us a call, questions about commercial real estate, residential, mortgages, the rates, all kinds of stuff's going on. Uh, my number is 267-266-5501. What's your number, Deanne? My number is 609-605-7153. Yes, and we're here every week just to keep you informed. You can listen to this show, and soon you are past shows on our new website, goodnewsandrealestate.com. It's almost done. So almost. what's coming up today, Deanne? Coming up on today's show, Mark, we have The Market Report. Got one for you. We have Business Tips with Asking Dr. A. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> He's not quarantined. We have Mark's funny story. Got one for you. We also have our mortgage mom topic. Which is? What does the rate cut mean to you? Yeah, I'm curious. Uh, all right, our questions. Is a no inspection agreement between the buyer and seller breakable? That's a good one. Next question is, how do I advertise my rental home here? How much is the cost of advertising here? Huh. What is a, a relocation sale? And the next question is, what if the foundation is cracked? How much does it affect the value? And the last question mark is, when is a good time to lower your price on the home? All right. Good questions. We also have our topic of the day. Is it a good time to get into the real estate business? Yes. Always. But first, Mark, give us your motivational quote. And the motivational quote is, sometimes we are tested not to show our weaknesses but to discover our strengths. That's a very good quote. Especially with what's going on. Especially what's going on. All kinds of stuff's going on. All right, well, we'll talk about it. Yes. And with this coronavirus and everybody freaking out, you know. We're here to give good news. And we are all positive all the time. We've been through this before. I remember in 2009, we were through this with the swine flu. It just didn't get this crazy. Right. And I don't, you know. People just didn't panic like we were panicking now. But anyway, the market report, the median sales price in Philly Metro, and there's the bell. 
And there is the bell. I forgot about the bell there for a minute. Yeah, you just kept rambling on, I but know, that's all I right. I was rambling on. Ga- Shocking. We, we have gained for 19 straight months in price. We attached pricings up by an average of 7.2%, outpacing detached homes up 5.3% over that time. Gloucester County said a 10-year overall record for median sales prices of attached homes. I'm glad because that 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 level needed to go up a little bit, and it did. Activity in Philly Metro continues to flourish as new pending homes sales saw the best month ever of in February. Home categories improved by double digits. Philadelphia County saw its tenth consecutive month of year-over-year gains. So prices are going up. Last week we talked about the average sales price in Philly two ninety-five or something. That used to be like two and a quarter, right? That's how much we're up. New listings rose year over year basis for the first time in four months. Both detached $4,687 plus or 6.2% and uh, attached rose gained 5.3%. Units came off the market nine days earlier compared to February. You know why? Why? Because I listed my house. (laughs) Oh, you are officially on the market? I think I'm officially on the market. You think? Well, they came out and took pictures, and yeah, I think I'm you officially on You signed a contract? I signed a contract. You're officially on the market. All right. All right. So give me a call if you'd like to buy a beautiful well, house in Voorhees, New Jersey. It's available. Nice pool and everything, man. It's got that nice fancy party light in the back. Yeah. And I, but I'm going to spend the summer with whoever buys the house. <laughs> I'm not ready to leave. Yeah. You got that big screen that floats so you can watch a movie. <laughs> All right. Anyway, units came off the market nine days earlier compared to last February as detached homes came off the market more than a week and a half sooner. Because this lack of inventory, nothing less. Agents must be mindful, though, with all, everything going on here with this coronavirus. Under Fair Housing Act, and be sure not to discriminate against any particular segment of population. Guidance states, noting while the coronavirus break began in Wahoo, China, that's how you pronounce it, right? (laughs) Is it Wuhan? Wuhan. Wuhan, Wuhan, China, that does not provide a basis for treating any Chinese person or persons of Asian descent differently. That's the National Association of Realtors. Did I screw that up? No, not not at all. You're fine. (laughs) The National Association of Realtors points out that agents can refuse the dry clients who show signs of illness or reveal recent travel areas of increased risk of coronavirus, or agents can decide to stop driving agent uh, clients in their vehicles altogether and simply arrange to meet the clients at the property. I never ever drove clients around to look at houses. I don't think a lot are doing that. I know, never I never did that in my whole career. No. Because then I could smoke, I could go be on the phone. <laughs> I could get all the business done as we were going to the next house. Well you I I figured you would want to because you like all that small talk. Oh uh, yeah. No, I'd rather just <laughs> meet me at the next one. <laughs> However, agents must be sure that any changes to their business practices is applied equally to all cli- all clients. And because the coronavirus is causing fewer home buyers to search in the marketplace as well as some listings being delayed, according to the National Association of Realtors. In a recent survey, 11% of agents indicated a reduction in buyer traffic and 7% percent 
reported lower sour traffic when asked about coronavirus impact. I think that all this will die down soon. Oh, it has to. But the the great thing about this, I mean, if you're out looking for a house, you're not going to have too many people bidding against the same house. No, and you're not going to have any parking problems. Neither. <laughs> we um, saw that. Yeah. But I mean, uh, and do some, you know, if you're doing an open house, have some hand sanitizers. Right. Use common sense. Right. You and know. just don't let more than 10 people in at, the to- at a time. At yeah, I know. So it's, you know, this, everything will pass. I right. remember the swine flu. I don't remember it being publicized as much as this, but 80 million people got that. Yep. 12. So. Yeah. So, you know. Let's move on. Let's move on to the rates. All right. Tell me what the rates are like. So the rates are, are heavily being affected. And, and the thing that people have to keep in mind is that these rates are changing not only daily, but sometimes twice a day. I know. So, I mean, it, it's a good time to refinance. It's a great time to refinance. There's a but lot of myths, let's just lot of be careful. A rates. lot of myths. So your 30-year fixed rate right now is 3.5%. Your 30-year VA is 3.5. 20-year, 3.5. Your 15-year fixed is 2.875. Uh, 7-1 arm, 5-1 arm. I'm going to be honest, they're lower, but not necessary. So Where's that I just, zero one, man? That's We're going to go over that on my on my topic. <laughs> That's crazy. But you just got to be careful with the rates because when they say that the rates are cutting, you know, the Fed's cutting the rates to zero, that doesn't mean you're getting a mortgage for zero. And I'm going to go over that. I was going to call you up on my I, segment. I want, I want a zero. Good. Yeah. Call me up. I mean, you can get zero. It's probably going to cost you like six points, but we'll get it for you. That's hard money. That is. <laughs> All right. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive, all the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more after the break and this message from Debt-Free Living. Learn more at wehatedebt.com. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. So where are we at, Deanne? Mark, we are up to the funny story. And I got one for you. I know you do. All right. So there's this realtor, right? And he worked all his life and he saved all his money. He was a real miser when it came to money. He loved money more than anything. And just before he died, he told his wife, he goes, now listen, when I die, I want you to take all my money out of the bank and I want you to place it in the casket with me. I want to take my money to my afterlife. So he got his wife to promise with him with all her heart when he died, she'd put all the money in his casket. Well, one day he dies and he's stretched out in the casket and the wife was sitting there in the back next to her closest friend. When they finished the ceremony, just before the undertaker was ready to close the casket, the wife said, wait a minute. And she had a shoebox. And she ran up to the casket, and she placed the shoebox in the casket. And the undertaker looked and locked the casket and rolled it away. Her friend said, I hope you weren't crazy enough to put all that money in the casket. She said, yes. She said, I promised them. And I'm a good Christian, and I can't lie. I promised that I would put all the money in the casket with them. You mean to tell me, she says, that you put every cent of his money in the casket with him? She says, I sure did. 
I got it all together. I put it in my account and I wrote him a check. (laughs) (laughs) If you have a funny story you'd like to hear on our show, send it to 8029 or give us 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266-5501. And now it is time for the mortgage segment with the mortgage mom, the Ann Katsaris. And her topic is... Here we go. Rate cuts. Here we go. And what right. it means to you. Right. I got it. I yeah. got it, man. Okay. All right. So tell me about this. So there's a, my phone has been ringing off the hook. I want zero. I want zero. <laughs> oh my God, I got to refinance, which is great. Very right. happy to help, you know, and I think it's a great opportunity to refinance as well, because let's just say somebody's out of work or is going to go out of work. Right. Is a perfect opportunity to refinance them. A lot of times I'm saving people anywhere from two to $300 a month on That's their- That's a lot. It is a lot. But not only that, Mark, is they get to skip a payment. So if I close their loan in March, there's no mortgage payment in April, first payments due May. Same thing happens in April. If I close their loan in April, okay, there's no mortgage payment in April. There's no mortgage payment that's going to be due in May. First payment's going to be June 1st. That's going to give them an opportunity. God forbid they get laid off a couple weeks down. Now, keep in mind, they have to be employed right. while we're doing this refinance. Right. They can't be laid off and do a refinance. We had a guy call us right after the show last week. Right. Exactly. Yep. And I'm hoping to help him out. So how a Fed rate basically affects your credit card and the mortgages is, is that when a Fed rate is cut, it can help you pay off your credit card because most of the major credit card issuers issuers will lower their APRs accordingly within one or two billing cycles. So it won't move the needle much if the Fed only cuts it once, okay, since it's only like 0.25%. But any reduction is helpful when you have credit card debt. Right. So another site is lowering your credit cards um, means that your credit card balances will also accrue less in interest, making it easier to pay. It'll also affect the adjustable rate mortgages and also your HELOCs, which is- You know what? A lot of people have adjustables and a lot of people have high rates above five, but they never think about it. Right. Well, they also have the HELOCs, which are the home equity lines of credit. And these are all based on short-term rates. Right. Okay. These should decline with the federal Fed, with the federal funds rate cutting it. But your fixed rate mortgages are less affected by the federal funds rate because it's tracking the 10-year treasury note. And the FUD, the Fed. I know you're going to. I can't say all these I was ready to say it three times in a row. The federal fund rate. (laughs) The Fed funds, when they cut it, it's likely to have little impact on the fixed mortgage rates. Okay, at this point. But I'm going to tell you the last time that they cut the rates, it did affect the mortgage rates. They dropped down. Right. And then two to three days later, they went back up again. Now they're coming back down again. So not only are the rates changing, it, it they're changing two times a day. Right. So you could wake up in the morning and we could be at one interest rate. And then by the end of the day, there's what we call a reprice and the rate is different. Yeah, you got this 24-7 so, people watching the market exactly. now. And then everybody's calling and they're asking what the rate is and they want to refinance and you got to lock me in. I can't lock your rate in until I have you in the system, right? We have to have an app, an actual application. Right. So I tell people to send me their most recent mortgage statement, 
Let's analyze it. Let's make sure it's going to be a win-win for you. Start your application. And, and if you don't want to lock right now, that's fine. But if I call you and tell you that the rate just dropped down to 3.125 you want to on a 30-year, yeah. I got to be able to lock it. Right. right. So there has to be a conversation and not a panic. Is and everybody's there... got to just take a deep breath, take a step back. I'm sure that the interest rate is lower than what you currently this have. This is actually opportunity time. It is opportunity on the buying side right. and also on the refinance side. Right. But we got to start and you got to do it right or it's not going to work. You'll regret if you let this go by. Yeah, it's it's just a matter of sending in a statement and the prior clients that I have, they're already in the system, so that's easy enough. But let's take a look at it. Let's make sure it's a win-win. Um, there's Sometimes there's closing costs involved. Sometimes there's not. I don't want to be that person that's just like, oh, yeah, the rate's dropped. Let's refinance you. You got to look at every detail and make sure that we're Lawson doing it properly. Lawson actually asked me about his because he's in some 15-year and he's pretty low, but he don't he doesn't know that much, so he didn't know if it would make sense or not. And I can't answer that until we actually because I don't know if they've paid extra towards the principal, right? What the value of the house is. So when I look at somebody's statement, I'm taking a look at what the actual value of the property is, right? What the, what's called a loan to value, and can we get rid of the mortgage insurance? Are you going to save money if you're going to save fifty to sixty dollars a month, and it might not be a good idea. But if we can pay off that credit card right now, that's a 22% with some of the equity, it's going to be a win-win. Right. So how, now say if I didn't want to pay off any kind of credit cards or anything, Right. how much does it cost me to do this? So you're going to have the cost of an appraisal, generally going to run about $495. Bucks, yeah. you are going to have title insurance. So you're looking anywhere. But do you have three, to put that out of your pocket? Or you do not have to put it out of your pocket. Be in the loan. It's rolled into the loan or... You're going to get that money back. So if you have your taxes and your insurance in your mortgage payment, you're going to have what's called an escrow account. So let's just say in your escrow account is $3,600. When you refinance and pay that mortgage off, that $3,600 is coming back to you. So you can do one or two things. You can take that $3,600 and you can go and buy a new amp or a new guitar, whatever you want to do with it. Sounds like a good idea. (laughs) Or you can take that money. Okay, and keep the balance of your mortgage low. And again, we don't know that until I actually look at the numbers and see what that extra $3,600 is going to cost you. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. So, you know, everybody's in a frenzy right now with trying to get get the lowest interest rate, but you got to take the steps to make sure that we're doing exactly what we need to do. But tell everybody that when they say zero, it's not zero. It's not zero. That's what, explain a little bit about what zero is. Well, that's what they cut the rate down. That's what you're, and and that affects, go ahead, say it. No, go ahead. No, the Fed, the Fed, Fed I can't even say it at this point. Um, We're running out of time. We'll go into it in the next week, but it's not what you're paying on the mortgage. I know. And there's people I see them on Facebook thinking they can get a zero. It's affecting your savings. It's affecting the CDs. It's affecting... APRs. There's a lot. It's not a simple answer to your question. That's right. All right. So we'll get into that a little bit later, Mark, as, at getting into a little bit more details as things progress. But next, we'll be coming up our question and answer segment. Very good. That was a good segment. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate, all positive, all the time here on 1210. We'll be right back. 
Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. But first, a word from one of our home team partners, Remax, and Alan Stassen, who's famous for being a Philadelphia real estate expert. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on 1210 Talk Radio WPHD. So where are we at, Deanne? Mark, we're up to our questions and answers. All right, so what's the first question? The first question is, is a no-inspection agreement between buyer and seller breakable? Yeah, well, you know, these contracts are, should be written like you're standing in front of your honor. So you have, a, have to have a legitimate answer, uh, reason to get out of this deal. Now, if you have a home inspection, I always consider it, if I bought a flip right. or an investment piece, I always get a home inspection because it's a weasel clause. In reality, all you have to do, if you have a home inspection, you pay a few hundred bucks to get a home inspector, Right, is send an addendum back to the seller and say, after a review of the home inspection report, I no longer want to purchase the property. Please return my deposit. You don't have to explain any further than that. Without that, you both sides got to have a legitimate reason to get out to of get this get out thing. of it, right. Because, and they both have to agree. Because a contract is in force until both sides sign a release. Everybody, there's this thing out there like the 20% down myth and everything else that I ain't buying the house, give me my money back. It's not that simple. Brokers can't just turn the money over. Both sides have to agree. And I've had buyers that screwed up and got remorse and wanted out and caused pain to the sellers. And I said, listen, maybe you should offer them like you put five grand down. Maybe you offer them a thousand to let you out, and we've done that. I've done that a lot of times. So not, but the answer to the question is only if there's a legitimate reason, because you signed a contract, a legal contract. All right. Question number two: How do I advertise my rental home here, and how much does it cost advertising here? They must be from out of state, so they're listening to the show on radio.com or something, but. It's according to how you do this. I mean, you could advertise it yourself on Craigslist. You know, there are sites to social advertise. Media. Social media. Uh, yeah, that's you, a pretty open question. Yeah. I mean, you could call a property management company up. That's what I would do. Uh, and have them advertise it. And in our area, finding tenants is not an issue. It's not an issue. Is uh, right? You're going to have plenty of tenants. Screening them's the issue. Yeah, that's important. That's why I'd rather hire a property management company and let them deal with all the headaches and send me a check. Right. All right. Question number three. What is a relocation sale? A relocation is somebody, these are most of the time corporate level stuff. Uh, they're moving from one city to another, some CEO, and this, and part of their contract of the uh, CEO is they're going to a new place. Maybe they're helping them move with the relocation. And they'll do everything. Uh, I worked for a company, Wickard. They had a soup to nuts relocation program. It was the best one I ever seen. It was all the way down. They took care of everything. Down to uh, stopping the newspaper in Chicago and ordering the Inquirer in Philly. I mean, <laughs> everything. And they put them up in a hotel until all the furniture was come in and everything was put in place. That was a serious relocation program. There's things that are not as elaborate as that right but as an agent you paid a fee for even getting that lead 
It was pretty steep, too. It was like 33% you paid them. That's a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. But you got this $800,000 buyer right. that they really took care of. It was like having a, a valet service. Almost. Right, concierge service. Concierge, right. yeah. That's how I was going to say that one, but <laughs> valet came out easier. <laughs> What's Just the next like one? Fed, fed, I can't. I'm, yeah, the Fed fund. I can't even say Fed fund now. All right, question number four. What if the foundation? What if the Fed fires the foundation? No. All right. What if the foundation is cracked, and how much does it affect the value? Yeah, this is you know who knows. The foundation is cracked. It's is an it issue. A, is it a patch job, or is it major? Right. Is one side of the house sinking? Is you know. It's hard to answer this kind of questions. These are these are the kind of things that keep investor uh, real real estate agents from ever buying an investment piece <laughs> because oh this is such a great deal if I could buy this house I could make I could make a lot of money I could flip it making hundred thousand dollars or eighty thousand but then what if the foundation's got a crack in it or what if the roof leaks or what uh, if a virus and, comes and out if, and I can't sell it and what if and what if, and what if, and the deal's gone. Speaking you know, of deals, whatever. Can I plug in my uh, my my? Now you don't want me to plug in my seventy three sixty eight Shelbourne Avenue that the price dropped. Go ahead. I shouldn't say that. How much? Did I it shouldn't drop by? tell people that it was two eighty four and now it went to two sixty nine. And wow, that was a big drop. It's a big drop. It's a big drop. All right, question number five. It needs cash out here, man. This is a nice house too. It's a real nice house. The bathrooms are gorgeous. All right. And when you turn on the faucet, I went to clean the sink the other day. And when I cleaned the sink, a green light came on of the faucet. It was really cool. Oh, wow. That's how I ended up buying my I'm last car. I'm surprised you still got that. You must have been a little high starting out of the gate. A little high we were. Yeah, I think you were. A little high. But now we're right on track for 7368 Shelburne. Yeah. Just yeah. saying. All right, question number five. When is a good time to lower your price on the home? That's funny how that just fit right yeah, in. Yeah, right. And... So how long was it on the market before you lowered the price? A uh, week and a half. Yeah. You get the majority of your showings the first 10 days when you list your property, and then they taper off. Yep. Now, as an answer to this question for the audience, when's a good time to lower your price? You want to watch. You should talk to your agent once a week. When I list a house, as I, when they press hard and sign here, I, I say to them, when do you want me to call you? call you weekly right and if they say thursday at six i put it in my calendar and it pops right up every thursday at six o'clock i would call them up and tell them what happened that week and mr sir did we get any showings this week or whatever or we did and here's the feedback and then you make decisions based on facts not on right you know feelings but like if you're on the market in this market and more than well, yeah, 30 yeah. days, there's something's wrong. There's also a, a little situation going on right now where people are not going out to open houses and people are staying home. Right. So, but you if know, you got to move, you got to move. Well, yeah. Well, we there's 6.7 million people living around Philly Metro. I, I get don't it. Care but how not, bad it is, you got to move. Yeah. 2008 in the worst market in history, people were moving. Yep. So, all right. Question number six. In our lease, it says that an electric garage door opener is included in the rental. There's no garage door opener, and the management company is stalling. What would you do? What would I do? This is an easy question. I'd go for get you. A, an electric 
garage door opener. No. What? You, you call Legal Shield. Oh, okay. I call up my lawyer. Right. I call Legal Shield, which I have monthly. Right. And Legal Shield, Welsh Golden Seagull, <laughs> sends them this really nice letter over. And the next thing you know, they run out and you got an electric garage door it's opener. being overnighted to your door. <laughs> And is there anything else we could do for you while we're here, Miss Scott Snyders? <laughs> Thank you. Please don't have lost Golden Seagull calls again. <laughs> That's what I would do. Right, because it's going to have a lot more validity right. getting a letter from an attorney than it is. Right. Now, you could complain to your uh, your condo group or whatever, if there is one. Right. And you can complain to the management company, but if they stall, they're stalling. Right. You know, so. Makes sense. I call that. I give. I give them the warning. I'm going to call my lawyer, and then if they stall, they're getting a letter. Well, a lot of times you, they probably think you're bluffing. Yeah. When you're really not, because everyone should have access to this membership. It's amazing. We've had it for what eleven years. Yeah. Yep. I used it. I used it when I went to just go purchase my car. I did a lease. I faxed the lease over to the law firm. Right. I called up. Said I'm sitting at the dealership. I'm, I'm ready to get a car. I don't want to make the same mistake that I made last time. So I faxed over the document to them. They reviewed it. They called me back. There was one thing that they wanted me to take out was when I returned the car, there was a fee I was going to pay. And they said, take that fee out and you're good to go. There you go. And see, the average person wouldn't do that Yeah, because it, they would just sign because they would just see that regular nice car and would do whatever. But like having legal shield. Look, don't get me wrong. It's hard. It was hard. I was just like, sign here, press hard, I'm in. But I took a little extra time and made it happen. You made the smart move. Right. All right. So what's coming up next here? Coming up next is our topic of the day. Is it a good time to get into the real estate business? Ooh. And right, so with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive, all the time. We'll be right back. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at MortgageMom.net. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. That was a pretty good intro. <laughs> so I thought Barry was sitting here again. Hey, I've been, Barry. I've... <laughs> Barry's here. All right, so where are we at? We're up to the topic of the day, and it is, is it a good time to get into the real estate business? It's interestingly, I own a real estate school. Shocking. Shocking. But anyway... It is a great time to get into the real estate industry. Tell and us, for Mark. Of a lot of reasons. You know what the average age of uh, the average realtor in the United States is? The average age. I'm going to go with 32. I'm probably You're so off. way off. 58-year-old <laughs> female. Really? 58. Well, there's more. I wouldn't women. know that because I'm not even close to that. That's <laughs> I knew that was going. <laughs> there's, but 58-year-old female. Now- there's plenty, there's a lot more uh, women realtor than men. They out, use outnumber us everywhere. I don't know why you just complain, and I don't know why you get off the boat first. I don't get it. Because <laughs> there's way You're more. You're really there's going way there? way more of you. You're really there's going there? There's way more of you. I'm outnumbered all the time. Anyway, 
Anyway, is it a good time to get into business? Yes. The business is booming, but the media doesn't talk about it. I just, I go through this all the time. I taught my coaching class Saturday at a big turnout, like 30 people. In and one I, room? Yeah. And on I, Saturday? Yeah, oh, my God. You be quiet. So then <laughs> I told them all, you know, how many people in here read a newspaper every day? It was like two. How many people watch the news every day? It was like three or four. They're, where are they getting their real estate information? They're not. They're not. Except if they tune in to us. Right. So we're talking about it. But the business is booming. It's one of the best markets in history. It's a great time to buy. It's a great time to sell. So it's a great time to get into a new business. It's relatively inexpensive. Like at my school, it's four ninety nine for the seventy five hour course. You don't even have to pay it all up front. And and then after the seventy five hour course, it you pay another forty nine dollars to the state to take the test, and you basically got your own new little business. Now it depends on how you handle that, but you're going to need some new skills. Now some older people coming out of another profession that maybe don't have the computer skills they might need. They might need to sharpen that up. Right. They need to start paying attention to market reports that even agents don't do. I taught a seminar one day and not that long ago. And I asked the room what kind of market we were in. And, you know, I was waiting for them all to crack up. And two of them said, well, a buyer's market. These people are actually realtors in the business. Right. A buyer's market. We haven't been in a buyer's market since uh, 2000. I was going to say eight, seven. Yeah, maybe. A long time. It was a long time. So agents, you know, they you might need to learn some different skills, uh, some social media skills, some stuff like that. Uh and then you need to educate yourself. Make sure you go to write seminars. and You need to get as much information as possible. And you got to be and- careful where, where you get your information, too, because not every office and every company is the same. Right. It all depends on who owns that office, that franchise, and where they, what level did they get to? Like, uh, you know, somebody teaching you how to hire assistants and build a team that never did anything like that. You know, maybe you might not want to take advice off of them. And that's that's my issue. I mean, there's there's all these mortgage coaches that are out there that have never originated a loan, ever. Yeah, I know. And you're going to tell me how to coach my business? You got to do your homework and you have to, you really have to look at all the different affiliates that are available out there and what they have to offer. And in the beginning, Mark, training is the most important. Big key. Like training, I, training, Like training, at my training. coaching session, which I do free. I, I to give back that cut that it was a two hour coach. It's a two hour session. I do it every once in a while. I just did it at my Northeast location on Saturday and I do that to give back. And I start the whole thing out why I'm here. Right. Because when I got my license, I was working in city council doing the budget and uh, some, a, some broker was at a political fundraiser said, you should get a license. And I was like, all right. And so anyway, I, took the course and I went to take the test and I really didn't study for the test, but it was right down near city hall. So I figured I'll just take it and see what it's like. <laughs> so I went in and I wasn't worried about it. Right. And the girl goes, you passed. And I was like, I did. <laughs> I was like kind of shocked. So I went back to this broker and I said, I want to hang my license with you. And he said, exact words. He said, congratulations, go get them. And I tell the students this story all the time. And I was remember looking at him and thinking, go get who? 
<laughs> you know? And that was it. So I do this course all the time in every yeah. one of my classes. And it's a fabulous course. To give back. And I have a conversation album, conversation with them. Right. And the class is called Zero to 20 Million in Production. And I show them all the way up to building a team and everything else in the industry. But they might not go that route. But they, but at least they saw it once. At least they heard it once. Like my broker would have told me, would have had that conversation with me in the very beginning. Everything would have changed because I would have took a different direction. But it is a great time to get into business. It's not as difficult as people make it out to be. You got to understand simple things like the 80-20 rule because most of the agents are not that great of business people. They don't utilize their time correctly. Right. But the average agent in the country sells 12 houses, makes 55 grand. If you do a little bit more than that, you can really make some money. So, if, Mark, if somebody wants to take advantage of that class, they should give you a call where? At the real estate school, Which Philadelphia is? Real Estate Classes, 215 335 6919. Awesome. Or go to the webpage, Real Estate Classes. All right, very good. Com. All right, so we have Dr. A on the line, and we are going to talk about the personalities and working from home with everything that's going on, people trying to make sure that that they're dedicated and they're... they're and they're getting the job done at home. And disciplined is the word I'm trying and to the, look at. with the four different personalities. So yep. let's, let's do the D and the I in the next four minutes, Doc, about okay. how D's and I's can work by themselves at home. What do you think about right. that? Well, well, what I really think we should talk about is how they work at home with their spouses and their kids sitting around, because most of the places have, um, um, you know, the, the, the kids are in, home from school, and there's all these people that are now in the house that aren't used to being in the house, and they're probably starting to get on each other's nerves. That could be true. I saw a commercial like that, that the guy was working at home on a video conference and all these kids came in the room. I, I don't have a problem working from home. I don't, I can, I get a lot, most of my work done between like six and 9 a.m. Like, well, that's because you're a pretty intense D and you're utilitarian and, and, and individualistic. So what happens in that type of situation is you are self-directed. In fact, it's better if people aren't there because you're not distracted by interruptions as much and you can control the telephone by saying you're doing something else or you're in the shower or or, or something <laughs> else is going on the, the the problem is is when you have a, a high eye where uh where they like to talk and interact with people and being out of the office when they love being in the office for an extended period of time is going to be really stressful for them because they like to interact with other people. They don't like to be by themselves. So what you need to do with the I people, if, if, uh, as a business perspective, you need to do things that will keep them engaged. And what some organizations are doing is they're having like uh, a, uh, a go to meeting or go a to meetings, meeting yeah. at, at, you know, at the very beginning of the day. And that's how they open up their day by having that and they talk about what they did the day before, okay, and what they're planning on doing today. So at least in that situation, the eyes have a chance to, to connect with somebody else. Uh, the other aspect is, as a manager, you can always say to somebody who has an eye behavioral style, you know, t also it's going to be in the best interest because they are the most easily getting off track, especially if, if their kids are at home and their spouse is home as well, uh, is, hey, let's, let's connect around 1 o'clock as well. Uh, see what's happened this morning, uh, see if there's any issues or any questions or anything else we need to talk about. 
about, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and that way they feel connected. Uh, and at the same time, the manager feels as if work's getting done. That's a good idea because eyes have atten- uh, short attention spans and they can get distracted very easily and and lose track. Uh, and, like I know one, exactly. my, one, my one partner, oh, wow. even when I coach That's him, he's right. like sometimes, you know, 15 minutes, he's done. <laughs> right. So doing that interaction, that go-to-meeting kind of thing, and keeping everybody in the loop, is, I think, is very important during this whole thing that's going on, and they're asking people not to come to the office. Right, and and it it also does help with the D because a lot of times the D's also have a touch of ADD. Okay, so they get easily distracted too. So uh, so and, and that way the eyes aren't going to be feeling uh, discriminated against, and that as well. Don't you trust me? You know, with the manager. See, that's one of the biggest issues that's going to go on right now um, is this trust factor in organizations. All right, because, yeah, Doctor A. Sorry, less work is getting done. All right, so next next week, let's talk about these S and the C working out at home, situation. which they're probably really struggling with it. So tell everybody how to get a hold of you. It's real easy. It's Abelson, A-B-E-L-S-O-N, at Abelson.net, or just go to www.abelson.net and go to our website. Very Thank you, good, Dr. Doctor. Ray. Thank you. Thanks, All right. Guys. Bye-bye. Take care. All right. If you have any questions, you can mail, email Mark at 8029 at Comcast.net. Or give him a call at 267-266-5501. You can email me at Deanne Katsaris at Comcast.net. Or give me a call at 609-605-7153. And I gave some of your number last week. <laughs> and they called you. <laughs> they did. And a special thanks to all of our listeners and our sponsors, our sponsors, especially Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. They've been with us for 11 years. And you can listen to this show and other shows at the podcast and soon on our website and tune in every Sunday at 9 a.m. here on Talk Radio and 1210 and Radio.com. So with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. All positive, all the time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Kraus at 267-261-3428. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management. When we make a profit, you see it. Better rates, fewer fees, and we give back to the community all the things that you want from a financial institution. Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours.